Wallabies, they're up again Sunday morning, our time at 5.10am. It'll be on Stan and up against Argentina once again, coming off the 41-26 victory on the weekend where they were down 26-17 at one point there in the second half. Uh, by the way, if you want to get up early enough, it could be the last game for Ian Foster as All Blacks coach. They're on at 1am at Ellis Park in Johannesburg against the Springboks. Of course, the Box beat the All Blacks 26-10 to last weekend in the opening weekend at the Rugby Championship. And kind enough to join us now from South America is the Wallabies scrum half, Nick White. Hello, Nick. How are you? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Congrats on the win last weekend. Uh, did you go and have a beer with Michael Checker in the other dressing room after the match by any chance? Well, I didn't know. I, uh, a few, we didn't see him after the game, but um, yeah, no doubt we'll, we'll catch him after the game this weekend. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, we, we're usually... It's, it's interesting playing uh, the same same opponent two weeks in a row, so uh usually leave that one for the second game. So hopefully we get a good result this weekend and we're able to, to share a beer after that one. Did you notice things about the Argentinians that, you know, you could just tell that you know, the way, the style that Michael Checker plays is really imparted on them, or, or are they a bit play a bit different to what you expected? Uh, a little bit different to how they've they've played the last couple of years, and then you can certainly tell that's a bit of um, Czech style. You know, they're they're playing a lot of footy at the moment, um, using the ball, and mate, they're you know they're 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 a handful. You know, when they're doing that, and and then a lot of that's Czech. You know, his style of play. Um, you know, playing a pod system and, and using the ball. So it's testing out a fence, and it tested us pretty early on. Um, but, you know, we were able to uh, to get our hands on the ball late in the game, be able to put on a couple of tries and uh, and get that one back. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can come out of the gates a bit uh, a bit better this week. And, um, you know, like I said, we've, we've had a look at them now. So it's one of those games where review is preview, and um, we've both got a feel for each other. And, um, you know, this week will be different again. Nick, how important was it to start this you know, two test matches against Argentina with a win, given you're coming off that serious loss to England here in Australia. Yeah, big, eh? Like, um, that English series was uh, was a big one for us. Um, a lot of emotion, in, obviously, at home. Um, and, and we lost that one. And I'm not going to lie, that, that we, our confidence took a bit of a hit. Uh, we worked pretty hard to, and, and learned some lessons the hard way in that series. And just in terms of the rugby championship, it was really important. We, we get away to a good start. Um we didn't get away to a good start, and uh, and I think that was a good good test of our resolve and, and our character. And um, you know, a lot of what we we're talking about on the game, you know, things weren't going our way. That you know, going back to what we learned in that English series, and then going back to how we wanted to play and our identity, and just fully backing that. And eventually, um, that come good for us. So it'll be good for our confidence. It's really good. Um, you know, the game went like 86, 87 minutes because we're chasing that bonus point, and, and we eventually got it, uh, which is a huge one for us. So we're we got five points there, and uh, yeah, like I said, hopefully we can start the game a little bit better this week, and um, yeah, we'll be chasing a big result, and that'll set us in a, you know, in, in hopefully put us in a good spot going into the rugby championship with four games to go against two absolute, um, you know, cracking, cracking teams in South Africa and New Zealand. So it's all ahead of us, and like you said, it was important we got a good start. And Nick, you just mentioned uh, the All Blacks. It, it, what's it? What's it like inside the game for a player like yourself? Have they lost their aura a little bit? Oh, look, it's hard, hard to say. <laughs> for us to say. We lost them three times last year and haven't played them yet. So, um, you know, it's, uh, I think it's just where world rugby's going at the moment. You know, back in the day, um, obviously New Zealand have been top of the tree for a long time. And for a long time, it was the Southern Hemisphere and the Northern Hemisphere kind of in the, the middle rankings throughout the world. And I, I honestly think the top 10 
just about anyone can beat anyone. You know, France is sitting on top of the world at the moment, um, the number one ranking, and they beat Japan by, you know, a try late in the piece. So, you know, it's uh, from one to ten in world rugby at the moment, it's pretty tight. And I just give, that's just a, you know, where our game's at at the moment. And I think it's awesome for, you know, to, to see a team like Ireland be able to go to New Zealand and get a result. You know, between us and, and England, there was, you know, there was nothing in it. We went up spring tour last year, played Wales. Scotland and England and you know there's only a couple of points in every game so it's just where it is now um New Zealand obviously were ahead of us ahead of everybody uh for a long time there but um everyone's played you know played catch up and, and caught them and you know welcome to the crew so now they're um in amongst it and uh look I'm not going to say I feel sorry for them at all we wouldn't expect you to either <laughs> um exactly. we're speaking with Wallaby scrum half Nick White and Nick I can only imagine how much of a shock for the players it was, because I think a lot of, you know, rugby followers were certainly shocked to see Michael Hooper obviously put his hand up and 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 uh, pull out of the game last Saturday and, and has come home. Uh, you just look at Hoops and how durable he's been. You know, he's still only 30 years of age. It feels like he's been around for that long. But how is he? Uh, give us an insight into, you know, w- w- what he said to the playing group and uh, how he's going. Um, Matt, he's all right. You know, I spoke to him um this morning, uh, he's back home now, um, you know, and, and, and home will do that, you know, get, get home, get to his family. Um, he's feeling better already, he said. And, you know, two traits that I've said uh, all along that, that make him who he is, that, that a guy that we look up to, everyone looks up to, is, is how honest he is and how brave he was. So, obviously, honest with himself as to where he's at and then the bravery to be able to, you know, the, the easy option would have him to just hop, you know, to, to, to go out there, continue to play, to continue to battle that, but he... But he put the team first, and far out, even when even when he's um you know got his own own issues there, he's still putting the team first. Uh, what an absolute legend! So, spoke to us players, um, said that that was the best thing for the team. Again, <laughs> putting the team first, which was phenomenal. Um, said he needed to go home, and he's got the support of all us players and all staff back home, and he'll go home. And you know, it's just like any injury, and and he'll get it fixed and be back. That um, you know, just a phenomenal guy. Like I said, is someone like I look up to. Like you said, he's only thirty. He's younger than me. I've known him for a decade and someone I've always looked up to. Um, you know, certainly the players, the staff and, and a lot of fans. So, you know, he's uh, he's in good hands now. He's done the right thing. And uh, what a what a phenomenal thing for... It just goes to show his leadership qualities, right? right and, um, you know, we're, we're all behind him. Hopefully he gets well and um, we'll see him sometime in the future. How devastating was it with Quade Cooper going down, being only 12 months out from a World Cup and Samu Karevi... Uh, ACL in the sevens over there in Birmingham. Um, disappointing for those guys, but I suppose the positives are that you give other players an opportunity this far out from a World Cup. Yeah, absolutely gutted for the blokes individually. You know, Samu, um, you know, he'd get picked in just about any team in the world at 12. He's probably the, the best 12 in the world, and um, you know, he's playing some great footy, but he gives an opportunity to some young guys, that like you said, and it's next man up, you know. Uh, Quaid, I really feel for, but there's one guy I know that will be diligent in his, uh, you know, in his rehab and his process, and and he's he gets genuinely excited by challenges like this. Like you know what, I'll, I'll get fit and ready before the World Cup next year, and not back him. Um, so yeah, it's, it's next man up at the moment. <laughs> We've had so many injuries in the last six weeks that um, we're, we're just getting used to it. Um, but it's next man up, and and we've got a fair bit of depth now. So you know, it's uh, you know devastating for the individuals, but for the group, like just a a show of our character, you know, we lose our captain, we lose a guy like Quaid, um, we lose Samu and we, we just crack on and find a way and, um, 
you know, the, the guy stepping in, you know, it's how most of our careers start, right? Is is, is someone's, um, you know, misfortune is another person's opportunity and they take it with two hands and make it theirs and someone special might create a career out of it. Nick, really appreciate your time, mate. Go well again this weekend. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.